With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Vredestein Tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. <clears throat> AT&T connects an O to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show on Fox Sports Radio. Tebow, it's amazing what the guy's doing. To, to take, to back up for a second and, and to, to give you a real conversation about Tebow, other than, look, he's coming to the majors. Okay, the Mets are going to be out of it. As long as he hits, he gets to double A, they'll put him on the 40 man, they'll bring him up in September. It will happen. As long as he doesn't go into a complete nosedive and be terrible, they'll move him up and he'll come up. But that's that's why the, the chance to go 70, 75, 80% now. He's talking about 11 game hit. How long will he be down here until he gets that promotion? So so it'll happen. But it's time to give him credit for the, for being a guy who, after playing football for his entire life, okay, he hasn't played baseball since high school. Right, that was the last time, and now he's trying to reinvent himself as a baseball player. 
not many guys could now play in the minors at high single A, which is where, you know, look, all your best prospects pretty much start there or they get there at some point. Not that Tebow's one of their best prospects, but this is a pretty decent level of minor league baseball. And after just training for a while, can succeed to this extent at single A. Yes, he had trouble in Columbia, but he's hitting better here now. He's hitting with power, and he's got an 11-game hit streak now since he came up. And I, I you have to give the guy credit for doing something that nobody thought he could do, and that's hit the baseball well in the minor leagues. Nobody thought, and here he is doing it. Yeah, we still wonder what it is the next rung up the ladder and where the ceiling is, how low or how high it may be. But the reality is when we go back to the genesis of this, a marketing and PR stunt to where the scout that watched him in California wouldn't put his name on the sheet. So they had to put the marketing director on there. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago. That's how much of an unlikely event it was. It was a nice uh, distraction, a little three-ring circus kind of thing to keep you entertained while the Mets pitchers were getting hurt. And they thought maybe we could make a couple of sales along the way, reinvigorate the crowd at the minor league facilities and put some butts in seats, sell a couple more things of cotton candy, and away we go. And it certainly has worked. They've made a lot of money off of his appearances. And then he did the unthinkable. He actually hit the ball. <laughs> right? The first one that he hit upon being promoted to this level was, ah, it's such a sham. The guy grooved him a pitch. Now he's hitting opposite field home runs to win ball game. <laughs> so it's one of those made-for-TV movies in the waiting. And I can't wait to see where it ends. Obviously, playing at City Field. In meaningless Mets bat. Actually, that'll be a more meaningful at bat. See, I told you that the Michael Conforto strikeout in the All Star game was going to be the last meaningful Met at bat of the year. I was wrong. I yeah, exactly. I forgot about Tebow. You for- see, and that I told you, there's a lot of other important at bats that are coming up because the Mets are going to want to sell a lot of their players, and that's what's going to happen. They need to make rooms. You're going to see a lot more important at bats. And look, when they do make trades, and Tebow does come up. This is how it's going to go. Tebow's not going to come up and play every day because the last thing the Mets want to do is put him in the lineup every day where he goes 0 for 3 with three strikeouts, 0 for 4 and three strikeouts, and he embarrasses himself because it is the major leagues after all. But what he's going to do is he's going to come up and they're going to do it and they're going to say it's for the purpose of having him around our players and our players to be around him. Much like the Rangers liked having Russell Wilson around the team winning a Super Bowl with the Seattle Seahawks. He maybe rubs off on the players, whatever it is, because Tebow is an icon. Heisman Trophy winner, national championship winner, was an icon in, in the NFL till John Elway decided, I'm snuffing out your NFL career, and the Jets just danced on his grave. Everybody wants to be around him. He is that kind of guy. I tell you, one time he's, he's going to run for president. At some point, he's going to run for president. He's that kind of guy. Is so he going to run against Peyton Manning? Oh, that would be tough. Oh, that would be or tough. Or are they on the same ticket? That would be tough. Can you imagine – Tebow running against Peyton Manning in a primary and the winner facing off against Kid Rock. Oh, now now you're talking. uh, And I don't know, man. That would be very difficult to to figure out who I wanted to vote for there. A man who brings together masses of people. He's a very divisive figure in the sporting world. He is Tim Tebow. Mm. On the other side, the American badass. Kid Rock. Kid, uh, how will you fix the economy? I will ball with a ball to bang the bang. Wait, that's not answering the question. Oh, sorry. Ball with a ball to bang the bang. Does that go for this four minute, 54 second (laughs) filibuster? (laughs) But still, 
Here's what's going to happen. Tebow will come up. He will play sparingly. He'll pinch run. He'll pinch hit. He'll go in as a defensive replacement just to get him a little, you know, in the eighth or ninth inning of a game. He'll start once a week or, you know, once every few days just to get him in the lineup. The Mets aren't going to overexpose him to where he embarrasses himself. They'll limit it, and that's how it's going to – trust me, that's how it will go. I can see it. I'd bring him up now. Put him in in the outfield, trade Curtis Granderson, get something, and suddenly now you watch Tim Tebow lift the Mets to the playoffs. But that's what will go in September. You will see him here and there in spots, and it will be a big highlight. We'll be paying attention to the Mets. You know they're going to be 20 games under 500 and out of it. That's how it's going to go, and Tim Tebow will be there. He's a weapon. Told you first. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. We actually have the final call of Tim Tebow's walk-off home run tonight (gasps) for Port St. Lucie. We we had to comb the internet to find it, but we found it. Make an 11-game hit streak for Tim Tebow, who is coming to save the Mets. Let's hear it. Here's Tebow. Yeah, you know, those single A ballparks, Mike. You know, they're, really, they're much louder than you expect them to be. Well, that's well, that's a kind of magnetism and the magic that Tebow brings. Yeah, those well, 10, 10 or fifteen people sound like fifteen thousand. Or, or the fans are all just around the microphone. You know, I watched the video of of them, and the fans all go crazy. And as soon as the ball goes out, his entire team is out of the dugout. I mean, they're right out of the dugout to get to home plate. They dump water on them. They're all going crazy. It was like a it was like a World Series moment. Well, and every one of them a. called and texted everybody they knew. Said, "Hey, I'm going to be on TV tonight. <laughs> I'm going to get a lot of screen time right off the jump, unless something crazy happens in summer league." Look for me in the first two to three minutes. <laughs> and then again, when they replay and reset the day. Oh, I mean, let's be honest. What's the, what's the biggest story in all the highlight shows tonight? It's t- it, I mean, what is it? What else, what else are you going to show? Are you going to show a, a generic Lonzo Ball assist? Are you going to show a generic shot of him and De'Aaron Fox? Or are you going to show Tim Tebow's walk? You show Tim Tebow's walk-off. That's kind of how it goes. There's I'm nothing so else that beats it. Get excited, Tim. There's not, if there was something that would beat it, I would say, yeah, you're right. But there's nothing bigger than Tebow's walk. The guy's going to the major league. He's going to be up in September. We knew this t- three weeks ago. We knew this was going to happen. No, but now it's the beautiful thing of all his teammates get their moment in the sun, too. Good for them. <laughs> look at me. I'm never going to be on TV again. But there, look, mom. Look, I'm, I'm all that because the angle is from like the uh, the stands, like 30 rows up. I don't know, yeah, how, I've how seen one from behind home yeah. plate, and then I've seen one from the. The left field line. So we've got a couple of uh, different Zabruder-like films starting to make their way around. That's me. I'm the I'm, I'm that guy out of the dugout there. That's me. Then, uh, then I get lost in the scrum right here. Then that's me right there. You have to look at the pictures that are all up that, that keep getting tweeted out of Tebow after he crosses his own plate with all his teammates going crazy on him. That's what you got to have. It's a big celebration. Positivity. But as Mike Harmon astutely pointed out earlier tonight, Summer League right now, Lakers and the Cavaliers, Lonzo Ball playing again, so you know his groin is feeling just fine. Don't have that pesky De'Aaron Fox to worry about. Uh, But for the second night in a row, he is not wearing his signature ZO2 shoe. Last night, it was a Kobe shoe. Tonight, it's the James Harden shoe. 
Earlier today, LeVar Ball said, uh, no, there's no deal with Nike. Nike said there's no deal with the Balls. So why is a guy who had his signature shoe made for him not wearing his signature shoe? And I don't buy this, oh, it's about being independent. It's about wearing wear whatever shoe you want to. It's, it's about being your own person. That sounds like something that was cooked up. How do we explain that you're not wearing the ZO2 shoes that were so famous? They're going to be a billion-dollar idea. Not going to be a billion-dollar idea if the guy you made them for is not wearing them. But let's be constructive because I have realized there are three reasons why Lonzo Ball is not wearing his prototype shoe now. There's three reasons. Follow me on this, Mike. Here we go. All right, let's go. First one, Elena Deladon was right. He busted the prototype shoe, and they don't have any more. You know, the, what he was wearing was the only one they had because, you know, look, the shoe can't come out until November. So he kind of broke through them and said, you know what, I, I, I can't wear these because they're busted, and I, now i got to wear different shoes. So he's wearing that because he only had the one pair, and he – Broke through him in two games. That's Seems like number they would have made more than one, but okay, I'll give you that one. Let's go. Number two, he's pushing for a Nike deal or a deal with whomever. Okay, maybe we overstepped our bounds a little bit here. Maybe we should have not, you know, I shouldn't have left in a huff. LeVar Ball shouldn't have walked out of Nike and Under Armour when they said, we're not going to buy or license big baller brand from you. This could be him then trying to make nice with the shoe companies or Nike. That could be the second one. Okay, so pushing for the the angle and trying to figure out exactly what that co-branding would look like. I think what they wanted was the sub-brand is how it was reported. All right, here's mm-hmm. the big baller brand brought to you by... Nike Adidas, <laughs> insert logo here. Uh, so, per, so perhaps they needed something uh, a little less um, sizable, I guess, when you're looking at the large companies. They want to make sure that their brand is over the top, a big baller brand, and perhaps now the, the ball family more amenable to such a, a deal a, as we go. And certainly you don't want to leave that money on the table, especially when you start realizing how many commas are on, on, the, on the table for you to leave. Here's my third one, and this is the one, if of all three, these are the only three reasons why he, he'd be wearing a different shoe. This is the one I believe. They hurt his feet. Playing in them, they're not comfortable, oh. and he said, you know what? I can't wear them. I don't want to mess up my ankles. I don't so want foot problems. So you're saying that's why they went to the groin injury so, instead of <laughs> I got a groin feet. injury from wearing, my, from wearing my own signature shoe. Well, it's better than saying sore foot. That's <laughs> ah, true. If you're... Yeah theory held any weight so yeah sore foot you know so we can't do that no i i i would guess of all three reasons the shoes they made because you know they don't have a lot right now they hurt his feet and they're not or they're not comfortable which is why you know what i can't wear them i don't want to risk anything well i'm going to wear these shoe this shoe is good the night the the kobe shoe is good i'll try the harden shoe i've worn that before that's okay that's the only thing that makes out of out of all the things those are the only three things it could be Either the prototype's broken, he doesn't have another pair, or they only have a couple of pairs. He's pushing for a deal with Nike or somebody else. I'll show you. I'll wear somebody else's shoe, or they hurt his feet. I would, I would, I would lay all my money. It's the last one because there's no reason why you make that big push. Here's how big this shoe is. When Lavar Ball misses no opportunity to do publicity for 
his shoe and how big a deal this shoe is. And now the shoe is failing. He won't even say how many pairs are sold. If they were selling a lot of pairs, he would say it. He's had publicity that people would die for, and still they're not selling shoes. So there's no reason why when you have the free type of advertising you're having in the in the summer league, why wouldn't you be wearing them? Why would you be doing this? Why would you be going away from what is a billion-dollar idea? That does not make business sense. I'm telling you, they hurt his feet. That's what I would say. See, I, I would put I would put it on number two of the three. He hurt his feet. I just want to believe, I want to believe that they put out a quality prototype. The first one, I, I still have to believe that once they actually made the mold, they didn't just immediately break it, saying we got one, <laughs> and that they would have actually spent a couple of bucks to make sure they had uh, a few more pair to get through the two weeks of summer league, and that we wouldn't be left one and done. So the third one is, is interesting. The hurt feet. Because as Cliff Clavin in Cheers told us, it's all about sensible shoes for the secret of life. Uh, the But the pushing for the deal, I think this is to a degree showing off his shoe-free agency. While he works towards another big game, 18 minutes played tonight, you like the Cliff Clavin, didn't you? Uh, eight assists, nice. seven rebounds, and already, uh, well, he's three of ten from the field. So shooting-wise, not, not exactly what he had in mind, but rounding towards another triple-double when this is all said and done. Twitter at How About a Fresca, the Jason Smith Show, Jason, Mike Harmon. So, which answer you want to match Lonzo and his shoes with? And who do you want to match with at Match.com? Are you single? Are you dating on Match? If you're single and not dating on Match, you are really missing out. Start searching, connecting for free today at Match.com. That's Match.com, Match.com, M-A-T-C-H.com. And you can maybe put on your profile, I'll wear anybody's shoes. Anybody. I am not a shoe discriminator. And then people will say, oh, I like what that person is saying. I got to get next to him or her. Any shoe? Oh, sounds like someone who's really down to earth and easygoing. I mean, I could also match Tebow in the Mets. But well, then again, we, we know was, that, that already. Happening. Yeah. Come on. That's, 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 you got that tattoo done yet? <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah, get excited, Tim. Get fired up. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. This story tight, Ramona Shelburne of ESPN having this story. The Knicks have put Carmelo Anthony trade talks on hold. <gasps> it was just yesterday Adrian Wojnarowski put out the Knicks and Rockets are feverishly working on trying to find a fourth team to enable the Knicks to trade Carmelo to the Rockets. The Rockets don't have anything the Knicks want. Look, the, the Rockets are trying to peddle Ryan Anderson to anybody who will take him, and nobody wants him. So they need three and four teams involved. The Knicks are pulling back. And why are they pulling back? Because the Knicks want Anthony to meet with the new team's front office and Jeff Hornacek and see if they can convince him to stay with the Knicks. I don't even know what to say to that. That's just beautiful. Look, we changed out under new management. Please stay. Listen, Mello, I know you're real excited. You waived your no trade clause for the Rockets. You waived it for the Cavaliers. That's awesome. But how about this? You know, we've been pushing you out the door for the last, like, eight months, and I know Phil is just, like, was kicking your back trying to get you out. I know, I know. It's awful. I know you can't come back. It's, it, but what about this? What if instead of trading you, we keep you? And then I would have to duck because then he would swing at me 
And because he would get so mad that after all this, we say, what if you stayed, Mello? What if, what if you stayed instead? I mean, really? Uh, the, the Knicks, oh, uh, all right. I, I, Mike, I got I to gotta be honest with you. I thought when they got rid of Phil, okay, maybe it's not going to be 10 years in between playoff berths. Now I realize it's probably going to be 10 years between playoff berths because h- how do you do this to a guy that you've been trying to get rid of and now you would give him away and what you're getting back apparently is not enough. Now you want to convince him to stay. If I'm mellow, I tell the Knicks, blank you. What goes around comes around. I just got to see it come around. Blank you. You try to fi- you figure something out and get me to one of these teams. And I walk away and I make the Knicks do it because – for all of Carmelo Anthony's faults, and he does, he's not a guy made for this version of the NBA. He's an isolation player. No team is a Carmelo Anthony away from winning anything because his style of play doesn't fit with what a lot of teams want to do right now. I get that. That's not his fault. Every team knew what Carmelo Anthony was when they signed him. The Knicks knew when they wanted him. The Bulls knew when they were courting him. They should have let him go to the Bulls, but they didn't. Everybody knew. And Mello carried himself with a lot of class last year when Phil Jackson left him out to the Wolves and the media every time a trade rumor came up during the season. No, I'm Mello. I tell the Knicks, blank you. You figure it out. I'm not coming back to play. After all you did pushing me out the door, now you want me to stay? Forget it. That's what I tell him. I enjoy that. It's a good monologue. I like your theory. But there's new management. Maybe this guy's got a new PowerPoint presentation on which to sell him on becoming the king of New York again. <laughs> Look, Carmelo, we could get you to rise. And we like this poor Zingas, guys. But, you know, if he's not going to show up to exit meetings like Phil, I mean, look what he did to Phil. We, we, we can't be having that. Unicorn or not. Hello. No. <laughs> Phil, Phil, back to sleep, Phil. Come on. Uh, in the end, they, they have the, the power and they, they can decide whether it just stays a, a cesspool of dysfunction for another couple of years while he's still under contract because he'll be miserable. And it'll show, and I, although it can't show any worse on the court, can it? It's already been just an absolute, utter disaster the last couple of seasons. So you either make him just rot there. I mean, because that's what Indiana wanted to do with Paul George before they took it a bucket of balls from Oklahoma City and the Victor Oladipo. By the way, your guy, your guy, your new Scott Perry, not to be confused with Steve Perry, he helped. Dra- <laughs> he drafted Victor Oladipo. <laughs> So see how it's all my life is a circle. That's why I wanted to get that in. Uh, but <laughs> you, you now have the the idea of he, he's got to decide with this huge huge contract what comes back. Because we don't know who these other teams are that are involved. In theory, Cleveland's one of them. In theory, I've seen that bandied about a little bit. But we still don't know the identities. So we don't even know what players, what bad contracts – and, and other wasteland kind of merchandise you'd be getting in return. No, and, and, but it really doesn't matter because he, he just, he can't, you can't keep him. You know, after all this is gone, you have to, and, and, and trust me, if there is a team that wants him, there's a return you can get. I've already come to grips with the fact that the Knicks are going to get nothing for him. They're going to get nothing. They're not going to get a young player who has some upside, you know, they're going to get an expiring contract that they can't wait to get rid of, and they're going to get a couple of draft picks. 
That's what's going to happen. I'm okay, and I'm okay with it. You have to move on. But now, no, no, no. Now, what if you stayed, Mello? Now, so what if you stayed? Suddenly, if you stay, we could become a power in the Eastern Conference. No, but that's just it. That, that's just it. Some, some, somebody got in the room and they got dopey and said, "Look how bad the rest of the conference is." All right, we got Boston, we got Cleveland, but we can be that third team. <laughs> We're not that far away. That's what the thinking was. We're in the East, and if you stay. And we could get a little more uh, functional, as it were. Maybe one more piece next year uh, as you flow through. Maybe, maybe they'll bring in Jonathan Simmons. Who knows? The, uh, <laughs> Spurs just renounced his right, so you know. So he's he's a free agent. But the idea being that maybe that's the sell job is that it, the East is that bad. And if you're really looking at just getting a bucket of balls for him, perhaps you know swallowing your pride. Maybe James Dolan is. Finally, out from behind the the guitar and the microphone and singing Willie Nelson songs to to say, hey, uh, Carmelo was the guy I wanted. Let's make this work. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. LeVar Ball was at what what looked to be uh, some kind of all-star type game involving his son LaMelo and and like an all-star team. And the website Overtime, and on their Twitter account, put up a whole bunch of highlights from the game and actually asked LeVar Ball, who was at the game, if Lonzo ducked De'Aaron Fox the other night. Maybe the Overtime listens to our show and wanted to figure out, hey, did this really happen? So this is audio. This is from the uh, Twitter account of Overtime. The question to LeVar Ball, did Lonzo duck De'Aaron Fox? Ask me a question on camera. You think I'm going to change? All right. Hey, so did Lonzo not play so he can match up against De'Aaron Fox? You don't do that. Lonzo. We ain't scared of nobody. What you talking about? On the TV highlight, hey, on the ratings. Y'all can think whatever y'all want. Whatever Magic and Rob got him doing is what they got him doing. I was just asking. Hey, I'm just telling. So there's LeVar Ball's answer. No way. No, whatever Magic and Rob have him doing. Here's, here's why I'm dubious on this. Really? Now LeVar Ball, who has been all who has been the controlling factor in Lonzo's life and everything has been about doing this. Here's the big baller brand, the sneakers. Now he is I'm just Lonzo's dad. He's when I'm LeVar Ball and now he's I'm just look, whatever magic and Rob have him doing, they have him doing. I I I don't know. I don't talk to the guy. He went away to college. He hasn't called home until really I'm not buying that he's not in constant contact with Lonzo over everything. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying that. Yeah, whatever they have him doing, they have him do. Yeah, I don't even know anymore. Yeah, what, what do I know? We're still big baller brand, but pfft, yeah, I don't know anything. Now, we've talked about it here in the Geico Studios tonight. It was the Big Ballers AAU game. His wife was there at American Sports Center as well. But a couple of weeks ago, he was on, I forget which podcast it was, but said, look, I've done take him as far as I can go. He's with the Lakers now. So that's become the the messaging. The last couple of weeks, as mm-hmm. summer league got underway, you're not convinced. Mm-hmm. No, really. You really no, think he's, now? All now he's the, the um, the what is it? The all the that he's teacher done against the dark arts. All, all, that's just li- hiding. All oh, the- it was him again. <laughs> Gilderoy Lockhart. Oh, by the way, worst defense against the dark arts teacher. Uh, yeah, no, no. He's been all about using his kids as props. He's a Kardashian. LeVar Ball. He's a Kardashian, and now suddenly, no, I've taken him as far as I can go. Yeah, I don't know. What I, really? Whatever's going on is what's going on? No, I don't buy that for a second. Really? Now suddenly, now is when, oh, I let my kids go and I concentrate on other stuff? No. Not buy, Not buying that at all. Not, n- not. There's not one ounce of me 
that buys that theory or philosophy. Not one. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Lonzo Ball, as part of his triple-double in the Lakers' win over Cleveland tonight, wore the Harden shoe. Last night he wore the Kobe shoe, not wearing the ZO2 shoe. I'm telling you, if you put a gun to my head, I would say he tried the ZO2 shoes. He didn't like the way they fit. They're uncomfortable, so he's wearing different shoes for the rest of Summer League until the ZO2 prototypes get improved. Secret of life, Smith. Comfortable shoes. (laughs) But. Let's talk about Lonzo on the floor for a second before we get to a big NBA trade that I guess you could say was close to happen because one team offered it to another team. But that's, that, that counts for close. These that, that's close, right? If one team offers a trade and the other team says no, that's close, right? It's kind of like the fantasy trade that gets offered to you. It was almost consummated, unless it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> it takes two to lie, one to lie and one to listen. Um, Lonzo tonight, his triple-double. He has looked phenomenal, except for shooting this entire summer league. His court vision, the quickness which he gets the ball up and down the floor, his touch passes, his ability to rebound, his overall comfort level looks aces. He has been as advertised. The only thing you can say about him is he's having trouble finding his shot. He takes a lot of threes and doesn't make them. Every game he's... One for 10 or two for 10 from three-point range tonight. He's six for 20 from the floor. That's not going to get it done. That That's that's the one red flag in Lonzo Ball because the Lakers drafted him. They're hoping he's going to be that next great alpha male point guard, that Magic Johnson, a better than Jason Kidd, like a kind of a Jason Kidd but with more of a shot. And – Yes, it's only summer league. Although there's a bit of a there's a bit of a a warning bell that goes off in my head when I see a guy not being able to get his shot in summer league because if you can't get it in summer league, how are you going to get it in the NBA? Now it could be as simple as Lonzo hitting two more threes a game, but is he really going to hit four out of ten from the floor every game instead of two out of ten? That's the one thing I'd be concerned about. Nothing else I've seen out of Lonzo Ball shows me any concern, but he has not been able to affect the game offensively. He hasn't been able to drive to the hoop. He's not been able to to affect the game that way. But everything else, everything else is great. Yeah, I mean, part of it is you're you're still getting used to these teammates. And let's face it, come regular season, none of these guys will be playing alongside him for many minutes, right? Brandon Ingram was out there for a game, got a little bit banged up after having a, a great performance and was shut down immediately. You'll just sit and wave to the nice people. So for Alonzo Ball, he's running with guys that, at, you're not pushing uh, big concepts in terms of your offensive philosophy for the regular season. You, so some of that's got to come. Obviously changing a little bit of style of play from college to the pro game is going to be a factor defensively. There have been a bunch of lapses. And then a few times even against secondary opponents in terms of quality. I'm trying to choose my words carefully because they're still professional basketball players. And, oh, sure. Well, they're, they're, they're still busting their ass to try to make their dream reality, so I don't want to disparage them. But the reality is you got guys that are most likely not making NBA rosters that on a, on a number of occasions have made him you know, have to get caught in mid-thought of where he was going with the basketball, you know, getting caught in the air when the pass lane suddenly isn't there. So we've seen that along the way. But otherwise, you're seeing the baseball length passes 
you know, or the football length of the field, uh, that would have been good for 40 and, and a moss and toss type thing on, on with some regularity. So for Lonzo Ball, overall, it's been a winning summer league, and Laker fans are going to be perhaps unusually and uh, unrealistically excited about his, his arrival because it's not going to translate into wins. Let's get that straight. But it's going to at least make you look like you're on the come. The Jason Smith Show. Jason, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. Phone number is 877-99 on Fox. Get in on Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike is at Swollen Dome. Uh, meanwhile, a I guess you could say this is a trade offer that was close. Sure. We can say that, right? Uh, Paul George was introduced as the newest member of the Oklahoma City Thunder a day ago. Remember we saw the video of him arriving at the airport and hundreds of fans were out saying, Paul, please stay, man. Please stay. Just he hasn't please. even played a game. No, with you can't please stay. Leave. You have to stay. We, we, we don't have anything if we don't have you. But after being introduced, the story leaks today. Paul George did a podcast with Adrian Wojnarowski in which Paul George revealed that before the trade to the Thunder, the Pacers offered him to another team for another star. Yeah, I think that would have been the Chris Paul to L.A. situation <laughs> where they denied that trade. Um, yeah, I was aware of it. Um, you know, I would have looked forward to it, uh, of just being, again, in a good situation um, and, and a chance to compete for a championship. But, um, you know, it, it didn't happen. Um, it's still fun to, to team up uh, with uh, a special talent and uh, have a chance to compete against that team. So what is he talking about? He is talking about the Pacers offering him to the Warriors in exchange for Clay Thompson. The Warriors said no, and they shut it down right away. But the Pacers did call and offer Paul George to the Warriors in exchange for Clay Thompson. And look, why would the Warriors do that? You know, Paul George would come on a year, and then who knows if they would sign him. Clay Thompson's under control for a couple more seasons. He fits in well with what they're doing. Obviously, they're not going to do it, but this trade offer was thrown out there, Paul George for Clay Thompson. I do like that he compared himself to Chris Paul, that the league was going to get involved, and no, they're not going to let this trade occur. He's a good Maybe great player. Is he that much better than Paul, Clay Thompson? No, this no, you know what it is. No, you know what it is. But this, Jason, this is one of those things where this trade comes up in your fantasy league, and you're like, eh, I don't like it. But it's not collusive. <laughs> no, but Paul you know what George, I mean? one of those. No, I agree with you. But but Paul George, look at everything he's done the last few years. He is the guy dying to be a star. He is trying to do was trying to do anything he could to be a big time NBA star because right now he's a well respected top 10 NBA player. And of course, when you're that good, you have a lot of attention around you. But that's not good enough. He wants to be a star. He wants to be he wants to be that guy who you talk about me like you talk about Chris Paul, like you talk about Kevin Durant. He he he's that. He's that kind of fame hungry. All his things he's tried to do from, oh, I'm going to talk to the guy about giving me the ball in the last minute, all these different things, that's what he's tried to do over the last few years. He is dying to be a star, which is why Oklahoma City is like Oh, man, really? I mean, that's part of the big Pacers screw you. Yeah, you want to be a star? You think you're going to walk into L.A.? Yeah, here you go. Go spend a year in Oklahoma City. Good luck. And he's saying, oh, man, I thought Indiana was small. Now I'm in Oklahoma City. 
they knew Paul George. They knew it. They knew this is the guy he is. He is so desirous of that that he belongs on a Kardashian reality show. He can replace Black China on a reality show to be, well, say they want the same thing. They want to be superstars. They want a lot of stardom on all these things. He can replace Rob Kardashian. He can put on the Yankee hat and be on. Everything is all kinds of sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows. But that's who he is. So the part about the Paul George story, I can, uh, the part about the Chris Paul analogy, I get. Suddenly now, yeah, yeah, I'm that important. And they would say, no, 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 because I'm that good. He is a fantastic, terrific player, but he has that overinflated sense of stardom. I wish we all had that same sense of ego and self-worth and carry that through our lives because that'd be great. Because in all the hoopla around Paul George, fantastic player, that he became this superstar on a whole other level, right? This is the, the guy who is the grand prize in all of this maneuvering by NBA teams. He's been good. Is it that he's been limited by the folks in, that he's played with in Indiana? Is he that transcendent guy? I don't think he's the transcendent guy. Is he the number two guy? Sure. Will he look good alongside Russell Westbrook? Absolutely. But is this something where they say, all right, we trade out the Clay Thompson and add Paul George for him, and that makes them that much better, that that makes it unfair? Please. If they, if they could, they would have stood in and recognized all the chicanery being done with all the contracts and the way the players have already gotten over in terms of that side of the power struggle as it goes forward, but but they can't do anything about that given the old CBA. But I, I don't see where the this trade would have been anything the NBA did, anything other than maybe feed the auto pen for a signature. <laughs> if this trade went through, let's just say for a second, and it wasn't it wasn't close because the Golden State Warriors said no, and I you understand completely why why they would have done it. This trade goes through. It's it's another example of the NBA not seeing that something's going to have to happen for them to step in to stop players from teaming up because this eventually is going to be the death of the NBA if it keeps going. Players run the league now, and when they want to team up, I'm going to go play here, I'm going to go play, I'm going to go play here. Well, we're winding up with four or five teams with stars on it, and the rest are just also rands, and eventually that's not going to be enough. You know, look, I've said for a long time there's too many teams in the NBA. There's too many teams. That, this is a league that needs contraction. But you can't have a healthy league when you have five teams that are everybody, everybody's talking about and everybody else is not even close in the conversation. This is not the 80s and the 90s where, boy, everything we did was we hung on what Michael Jordan said in his traveling circus when he would bring the Bulls into town and everybody would jam-pack the shoot-arounds and all kinds of crazy stuff. This is not those time anymore. Teams have to find a way to be able to keep their heads above water. And the more of these super teams that you see, the more the Warriors keep winning, the more the Cavaliers keep collecting talent, the more that there's two or three teams at the top, the first thing you're going to see is NBA owners selling their teams because they're not making money and they can't compete. They're going to say, I can't do it. So you're going to start seeing in the next two, three years, if this continues, Owners selling their teams, new owners moving in, trying to figure out a way. There's a little bit of declining ratings in the NBA because people aren't watching on Wednesday night when the Portland Trailblazers are playing the Jazz. Why am I watching this? It doesn't really matter. Even the high-profile games during the season. Do I need to see Cavaliers and the Celtics? No, I don't because I'm just going to wait until it counts later on in the year. They have to watch out for that because you can't have five teams hold up another 25 that are – 
with their hands out saying, you got to give us something because no one cares about us. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. A big trade in Major League Baseball today. Thanks to Scott Miller for stopping by with us earlier talking about it. Jose Quintana leaves Mike Harmon, Chicago White Sox, but in exchange for 45 prospects and Mark Grace, the Chicago Cubs give all that away to the White Sox, and now the Cubs have the ace they were looking for, firing the first trade salvo of the trade season. The well, Quintana well, trade. I, I had the moment uh, this morning that I was sad until I realized, well, it was inevitable. Except that it helps the Cubs. Short-term. See, but here's the thing: before we before we get to you know the the big store part of the story, I I don't see this as a trade that suddenly I think okay now the Cubs are going to turn back into the Cubs again. Oh no no no! It's not that you know, at all. It's just they, they they got better, whether it's marginal or or on a bigger scale. Anything that you know, in my Southside Chicago roots is going to help the Cubs. It's, it's not a good day for me, no. even if long-term we win in a yeah. big way. <laughs> well, hey, they got, you got, what, the number one prospect in the organization, number five yeah. prospect in the and organization? And the White Sox now have the sure. what is arguably the best organization in all of Major League Baseball. But I, I don't see uh, – yes, getting Quintana certainly helps because he's a good pitcher, but their starting pitching has been horrible. So, you know, they need – bounce back second halves from Arietta, like all these guys. And they, they got to hope you look, Hendricks has been dinged up. I mean, they, they got to hope that it's not just getting a guy's, okay, now we, we've solved a big hole. They have a lot of holes. I mean, look, I, I look at their rotation and I go, yeah, I don't know. You know, I, I don't know. I, I don't see this as, you know, the Dodgers getting Verlander or the Nationals getting Verlander or something like that happening. Sure. Or, you know, somebody getting Kate Upton. I, I, I don't see it as that <laughs> kind of trade. Uh, you know, there's other guys. I just throw Verlander out there because you know, look, I like Julio Tehran a lot. I think he's going to be someone that that is real a big difference maker because he's stingy. I've watched a lot of him over the years. You know, but I I don't see this as that. Oh, now that the Cubs made this, now forget it, Milwaukee. You know, you had your first half and this was a nice story, but now the Cubs are going to overtake you. I don't see it. Well, Lackey, Arietta, Lester, all pitching to ERA is well into the fours. Lackey sitting at five point two. At this point, and Hendricks has now appeared in 11 games, ERA at 409, rounding into shape. So we'll see if he gets on track. Kind of the rich hill uh, of the Cubs as far as that goes in terms of finding that third guy to get you through. So you at least add some depth. And again, it's a long-term play since he signed through 2020. There's an option year at the end of things. So it it makes them better, but that's not the the last of the moves. They still got to figure out whether Kyle Schwarber gets to stick around or not, and you know, will that net them the bat? Because they're not hitting. You know, all the talk last year, they may still hit, kind of like Aaron Judge is now, right? Where he strikes out a ton, but when he makes contact, it goes a long way. That's what you had with Rizzo and Bryant and the others last year, except that dried up a bit, and now you're failing to score runs. So that's the business side of it. But the real interesting part is that this trade was not broken by a Major League Baseball insider. It was broken by a couple of Reddit users, WetButt23 and Katy Perry's Booty Hole. I'm very, very excited. To, uh, you play that one more time, Ty Shirt. I'm C gonna, minus. I'm going to cut your car in half. 
like wow. they like they did to Jamie Foxx on any given Sunday. I'm gonna or get that the- guy there with the boat that tries to sell you that thing to stick it together and then you can put it back on the water. You know that late night television show that I watch every week. Uh, these are the people that broke the story last night on Reddit. And trust me, if you don't know what Reddit is, uh, l- l- let me put it to you this way. If Twitter is the wild, wild west where there's no rules and anything can happen, Reddit is like, uh, it's like the Mad Hatter's Tea Party in Alice in Wonderland. It's like the Black Lodge in Twin Peaks. <laughs> it's like Westworld. It's a, it's, it's, a, it's a place where you're like, I don't even know what's going on 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 Reddit. I mean, you get you get sucked into wormholes on Reddit with theories and fan theories on Star Wars and Harry Potter and then suddenly, you know, you have Katy Perry's booty hole in Wet Butt 23 breaking a story. Now, here's how it went. Basically, whoever these guys are, these these two Reddit users are or women or women could be, yes, that's it, it could be. It could be. Whoever they were know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody because I you know I think it was Katy Perry's booty hole <laughs> something I didn't think I'd say in the show tonight. There you go. Said, oh, you get I get a new yeah. mark it's for a, the Jason Smith show in the Geico <laughs> Studios. Said I have a friend whose brother works for the Cubs that that said that this Quintana trade for four players is going down and then Wet Butt 23 said no it's actually going to be for four prospects. I heard the same thing. And now these are the guys that get credit for breaking the story. I was at Summer League, and this headline popped up on my phone, and I texted to you guys. So here's a big story for us tonight. Now, I didn't think Tebow would hit a walk-off or Lonzo Ball would change shoes again and go for another (laughs) triple-double. Well, we knew McGregor and Mayweather were going to get after it again. We haven't even gotten into that nonsense. Because it's, I think they've they've jumped the shark a bit in where they're going, and Conor McGregor's in some very dangerous waters. But when we look, we look at this trade, you know, and the information coming down on its surface, it's like, all right, it's the opening salvo of trade season, and then you get the two usernames, and now you have to try to figure out and identify ISPs. However, we're going to track them. We need to know who these people are. One of them's Theo Epstein. I guarantee it. One's Theo Epstein. He's the uh, Katy Perry fan. One is Adam LaRoche. There you go. There's your. Adam LaRoche. Come on now. (laughs) No, you know what we need? We need this to be like the norm. We need guys like Ken Rosenthal and Jay Glazer and everybody to have like nom de plumes on Twitter and Reddit that are just crazy ass names like this. And this is how stuff gets broken. So, like, instead of, oh, you know, Jay Glazer had the story, you know, the first thing could be a Reddit user. Whose name could you know? Whose name could be you know Tim Tebow toenail soup or something like that? And you know that this is who breaks the story. Hey, I heard that Tebow's coming up to the Mets, or I heard that the Curtis Granderson's getting traded, or I heard that Mike Trout is on the way back. And then everybody's got to credit these crazy Reddit accounts before hey, you know it can be confirmed by Jay Glazer or Ken Rosenthal or one of those guys. That'll be even better on the highlight shows, as confirmed tonight by budding insider, you know, booty hole or whoever it might be that, you know, that they have to read it with a straight face. Madonna's underarm hair says that this trade is happening in the next 24 hours. I mean, that would be able to have to do stuff. And then we could say stuff like this on the air all the time and not have to worry about getting in trouble for it. Well, I mean, you could write a, a list of pseudonyms that we then adopt for the show. You know, when I was talking about this story today in the car, 
I, you know, I always make the mistake, or not always, but I make the mistake often enough where I'm pretty sure that my daughter's not listening and, and, and you know, Pam and I can talk <laughs> about stuff. And I said to her, I said, oh, my God, you got to see this story. And she said, what? I said, Harmon just sent it to me. So I find it on the Internet and I read it that, you know, the trade was first broken by, you know, I said, here's Wet Butt 23 and Katy Perry's booty hole. And so she goes, oh, my God. And then Zoe in the back. I mean, she had headphones on, was listening to music. She goes, what would you say about Katy Perry? Booty what? Dad, what did you say? I'm going, nice. oh, my God. How did you hear that? And that's one to grow on. How did you hear that? DCFS will be at your door in five minutes. I said, you didn't hear wet butt. She goes, ah, wet. who's got a wet butt? Does that person have a wet butt? Is that why they said that? I go, no, I don't. I don't. You know what? It's, it's, this, is, this is adults talking now. All right, Dad. All right, but it's like she heard Katy Perry, and she loves Katy Perry. Katy Perry, Lady Gaga, easily are, f- are two favorite singers. And as soon as she heard it, it's like, whoop, whoop, Katy, someone's talking about Katy Perry. And she knew it. She jumps in and says, what, Katy Perry's booty, what? So I had to deal with that for five minutes today. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Jumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Jumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.